to what happened on Friday during Miracle Hour. In the Miracle Hour, we looked at another dimension of this subject where we look at the anointing for your next levels. But you see, you need the right hand and the left hand to execute the will of God. Amen? So I'm looking at the subject entering your next levels. Entering your next levels. Oh, that clap. So in other words, how to enter into your next levels. How to enter into your next levels. How to enter into your next levels. It's very important to be instructed on what to do. How to do things. How to get to somewhere. And the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. You don't learn how to fly a jet by flying the jet. No. You must learn how to fly the jet. So if I just do an anointing service and say you are entering into your next level and you don't know the path and the posture and the character you need to have in order to enter your next levels, I have failed you massively. But tonight, I'm going to, by the spirit of the Lord, take you through the scriptures to bring you to a point where your, your, your entering will not fail. In the name of Jesus. Now, I begin to preach. Your next levels are always ready. Waiting for you to be ready to enter. Your next levels, God is not now going to create your next level. Our next levels have already been established by God. And God is waiting for us to be ready and see that our next levels are ready. Before God will promise, he has already created. Before God will promise, he has already created. And if he says that it is our season to enter into our next levels, it means that our next levels have already been established and created and they are awaiting our entrance. Can I hear a big amen? Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 to 19. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 to 19. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider things the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it, I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I emphasize on now I do a new thing. So if God says now I do a new thing, it means that that new thing has already been done. It's left for us to go in and enjoy that new thing. Look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. The Bible said, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, 
and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. I emphasize on God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. So in the mind of God, he has commissioned you and I into a life of multiplication. A life of, a life of fruitfulness. And that is the universal blessing of God over his children. Can I hear a big amen? amen. Every creation that came out of God is under this blessing of fruitfulness and increase and multiplication. It means that at every stage of our life, God has prepared a place of multiplication and increase for us. In 2019, God prepared a place of increase for you. God prepared a place of multiplication for you. The question is, did you enter into it? In 2020, God has prepared a place of fruitfulness, a place of multiplication, and that is what I call your new levels. 2020, you will enter into your new levels. I said you will enter into your new levels. God doesn't bless groups. God blesses individuals. So though he gave a universal blessing, it takes individualistic efforts, individualistic approach, individualistic participation with God to connect to this blessing. So let's look at Isaiah chapter 51 verse 2. Please follow the teaching. Isaiah 51 verse 2. He said, look unto Abraham your father and Sarah who bore you. I, for I called him alone and I blessed him and increased him. I called him alone and I blessed him and I increased him. So God calls individuals blesses them and they become a blessing to others. So your interest in what God has provided will determine your connectivity to his blessing. If you are not interested, God is just saying, God come. He said, he came to his own and his own received him not. So God will come. Francis, I have this for you. Are you interested? If you say no, he said, thank you. Abigail, I have divine provision for you. Are you interested? No, he goes to. So, until you are interested in what God can offer for you in your next levels, you will never move forward in your life. You must be personal in your pursuit in God. So, until the woman said, If I can touch the hem of his garment. So when she touched the hem of his garment, she got the healing. So though we are under a blessing of fruitfulness, not everybody will, will, will have the privilege of entering into that blessing. Because not everybody is serious with life. I pray that as you are preparing 
You are wrapping up 2019 and you are about to enter into 2020. Your next levels will not be denied you. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3. You must be determined to follow God personally. That is why we receive Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. Your personal pursuit of God determines your portion in God. Your personal pursuit of God determines your portion in God. So the Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the council. Blessed is the people. No. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the council of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, his delight, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate, does he meditate day and night. He shall be, he. I pray that you will make a personal decision to follow hard after God in 2020. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The level of your pursuit of God will determine the portion of his inheritance that will come to you. Irrespective of your environment. Irrespective of those around you. Irrespective of where you are coming from. For God is no respecter of person. But for in every country and in every nation. Any man that feareth him. Yeah. He is interested in people. Any man. So may you get interested in God. May you decide and make a personal decision to follow God hardly in 2020. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. God's desire for you is that you will prosper. You will increase. You will be fruitful. And you will advance. That is God's desire for all of us. He desires it for us. When he's in heaven, he's desiring that you will increase in life. You will be fruitful. God is interested in our well-being and our welfare. God is interested in our prosperity. It is his heart desire that we will flourish. Yeah. It's God's heart desire that you be blessed. Multiplication is talking about moving forward. So God is interested in you moving forward in life. God is interested in us seeing the next levels on our lives. God is not interested in a stagnant life. So when the brook dried in the cave where Elijah was, God moved him. Get up and go. Go, move, because the brook has dried up. I don't want you to sit at one place where there is no resources. Some of us, where we are now, there are no resources. It is time for you to move forward. It is time for you to go to a place where you will, you see, in the cave, in the cave, it was comfortable. Elijah was there. There was a brook. He drinks what he wants to drink and ravens were bringing him food. 
But you see, in the next dimension of God's blessing, ravens cannot feed you enough. Because how much food can ravens carry? It's only for you. But God wants to bring, God wants you to hear the abundance of rain, the sound of abundance of rain. And when you hear that sound, it's not for you alone. It's for the whole Israel. I came to speak to somebody. You must make a decision that 2020, you will enter into your next levels. Give the Lord a mighty clap of rain in the house. It, 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 it must become a passion, a driving passion in you that wherever God can point me to, I will follow. Whatever God has prepared for me, I will enjoy. Wherever God wants me to go, I will be there. Whatever God wants me to do, if God says this is the place and you don't go to the place, you have dislocated yourself from the blessing of God. Because that is where provision has been made. Elijah moved to Zarephath. I have commanded a widow to feed you. In 2020, you have to move with the cloud of the spirit of the Lord. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. And you see, the life of achievement the life of increase, the life of abundance is supposed to be the natural lifestyle of every Christian. Yeah, it's supposed to be the natural lifestyle. So in a baby is the ability to increase in weight, in stature, in height. So everything about the baby begins to grow is the natural phenomenon for every believer born of the spirit to move to the next level. So when you get stuck, you need to ask yourself certain questions. When you start going merry-go-round, you need to ask yourself certain questions. What am I not doing right? What am I not hearing? What am I not seeing? What am I not obeying? What word am I not working with? Because you cannot walk with light and be stagnant in life. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. I see you moving to your next levels. I see you moving to your next levels. You will cross borders. You will cross limitations. You will cross embargoes. You will break certain records because God has empowered you to go for what he has prepared for you. Somebody celebrate God in this house. Do you know that when you are growing and you are not achieving anything, you get frustrated? Yeah. You get frustrated. When you get to 50 years and you don't have your own house, and you're a lady and you get to 31, 32, 35, no man age. Because, you see, age must come with achievement. Yeah, age must come with achievement. That's why when David went to King Saul and said he wanted to confront Goliath, King Saul told him, this man has been a champion from his youth. So he's telling, he's trying to communicate something to us. That man is a champion. He's a conqueror. 
But by your, with your age, David, what can you do? To, so your age must, when you say you are 55, you see, if you see a 55 person uh, renting a single room, life is not okay with him. Yeah. Yeah. If you see a 50, so you see some people work for government, they sleep in government houses. When they retire, they don't have their own house. Things are not okay with them. Age must come with achievement. You must be celebrating achievements with your age. But immediately you are aging and you are not seeing fruits. Because in the beginning, Genesis 1.28, God put something in a man that every man wants to succeed. Every man wants to move forward. But hey, you don't just automatically move forward. A baby doesn't just grow. You don't just push the baby out and leave the baby. It will die. So though you have the passion to grow and to expand and to increase, if you don't do anything about it, you will remain where you are. And that is why I'm teaching and I wish the whole church was here to hear this. Because many people think that things will just happen because they are born again. No. The field you don't plow will never yield for you. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Aging must come with more fruits from your labors and not tears from your frustrations. As you age, you must, you must be celebrating of your achievement and not crying over frustrations. I have not achieved anything. I have not achieved anything. Oh, how can it be? Pastor, look at me. I have nothing to show for working for 12 years. I have nothing to show for working for 20 years. That is the voice of a frustrated life. But I see your agent bringing many achievements into your life. The one shouting the amen is the one I'm talking about. Every year of your life will come with great achievement. I prophesy a year today, 365 days from today, you will achieve more than you have achieved 15 years ago. Give the Lord a clap offering in the house. God wants us to move forward. You must be angry when you are stuck. You are too comfortable for the victory you are wishing for. You must not be a nice Christian if you want to move forward. You must not be a nice believer if you want to move forward. When they got to the meeting, the meeting was full. They brought their relative who was crippled. They said, we are not taking this crippled thing home. They climbed the roof, removed the roof and dropped the man there. Jesus, if you like, don't heal him. If you want to move, they were tired of sitting home taking the care of that cream. You are, if, until you get tired of the situation, you can never move forward. You need to be tired in order to do something. When it is time eh, for the chick to come out of the egg, oxygen finishes in the yolk. Food finishes in the yolk. Everything is exhausted. So the chick will now have to use the beak to break the shell of the egg, else it will die. You must get to a point 
where you desire and you pursue change in your life. The medicine you take for yourself is what will work on your body. Give the Lord a mighty clap of you. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 11. All this is background. The Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as ye are and bless you as ye has promised. Give me the NASB. The New American Standard Version. Be fast on the versions for me because I'm not going to play with versions. Quickly, I still have background to do. Be fast for me. You don't have it. So give me GNT quickly. GNT quickly. Yes. May the Lord, the God of your ancestors, make you increase a thousand times more and make you prosperous as he has promised. Give me another version. Message Bible. Quickly. He said, and may God, the God of your fathers, keep it up and multiply you another thousand times. It means that another thousand times is talking about may the Lord take you to your next levels. Yeah. Though you are increased, he said if you hear thousand times more, it means that there is something but God should take you into the thousand times level. I pray for you tonight uh, from the altar of the Lord and by the grace of the Lord, you will not fail in life. You will move forward in the name of Jesus. The predictions of your enemies will not come to pass. Where they want you to stop, that is where God will let you start. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering in the house. More than you are. 10,000 times more than you are talking about. God is going to move you to your next levels. I pray that a spirit of divine desperation will come upon you for you to desire to move to your next levels. God wants you to move from where you are, no matter what you are enjoying, to the next level. Yeah. No matter the increase you are handling, God wants to make you a thousand times more. Yeah, a thousand times more. A thousand times more. It, 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 it comes with wild stretching. It comes with wild stretching. Yeah. If you are a lady and you want a child, if you're a wife and you want a child, the child will change you. The baby in your womb will change you. Your skin will have to stretch. When you deliver, you won't get your flat stomach again. It will leave an indelible mark on you. Yeah. So the thousand times blessing will come with stretching. It will come with a change of lifestyle. It will come with a change of mindset. A pregnant woman cannot be jumping jumping on over what one jumping a pregnant woman cannot be jogging a pregnant woman cannot be doing press up 100 times every morning no 
You want to abort the child. If God has to increase us thousand times, as you are going to, you see, I don't like New Year resolutions. I like New Year convictions. Convictions. Holy inspired convictions. How many resolutions did you write? You've not even gone to check. As you enter next year, have convictions. This I will do. This I will not do. This is what I'm going for. No matter what. That's a conviction. Any level of fruitfulness you are enjoying today compared with what God wants you to enjoy tomorrow is very small. There is a bigger stream of blessing God wants you to enter. And that is your next levels. What you need to have a testimony in God is for you to enter into your... When you enter into your next levels, you don't need to share a testimony. We will see the testimony. Yeah. It will be evidence on your life. And I see you sharing many, many testimonies in 2020. Your amen is not strong. I see a great increase coming upon your life. Coming upon this church. Coming upon your business. Coming upon your career. There is going to be a great increase upon this house. A great increase on every member. A great increase on our businesses. A great increase in numbers. A great increase in finances. Our capacity will be a thousand times more. Somebody shout, I receive it. Tell John chapter 2. Of Tell John 2, quickly. Tell, tell John 2. Tell John 2. Tell John 2. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper even as thy soul prospers. When your soul prospers, it means your soul is in alignment with God. Tell John chapter 1 verse 2. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health even as thy soul. Your soul, when your soul begins to prosper, it means that when your soul is aligned with God, your destiny will be aligned with the next levels that God has prepared for you. So our soul must be aligned with God. Then our destinies can be aligned to what God has prepared for us. God I, I want you to imagine it. It's like you have entered into a school. Every school you go, maybe you take your child to class five. But when you look at the school, there's classes. There's GSS one. There's GSS two. There's GSS three. There's SS. So in the school, though your child is going to class five, they have made provisions that if he does well, he will go to classes. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. That is how life is. You are not a small person. You are God's vessel to execute what he wants to do. If you fail to do it, he will choose another person. I pray that you will not fail God. I said I pray that we will not fail God. Celebrate God with a good clap. 
must I do to enter? Remember, I said, God told them, he said, remember, look unto Abraham, your father, and Sarah, who bore you, I called him alone, and I blessed him, Isaiah 51, 2 or so, and I increased him. So you need to take the word and engage God yourself. So what must I do? What must I do? What must I do to enter into my new levels? What must I do to see a change in my life? What must I do to shift the gear? If you are driving manual car and you have to change speed, you have to hold the gear and change it from one to two, two to three, two to three to four. If you don't change it, you will not see a certain speed. What must I engage in to move my life forward? Somebody celebrate God with a clap often. I see this message changing your life forever. John chapter 12, verse 24. We read three scriptures and I'll show you the three critical things you need to do. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it, that it, put your life there. That corn of wheat is you. There is a process you must go through before you can begin to bear much fruit. So what must I do? Except the corn of wheat falls onto the ground and dies. It abides alone. Some years ago, three or four years ago, we were running a certain program that we call World Changers Conference. Who remembers? And I stopped it. Because God told me the anointing on that program was over. I could have decided to just run it. Though people were calling, oh, when is the next World Changers Conference? They are not in alignment with God because the vision was given to me. God said, kill it. What must I do to enter into my next level in God? The, the corn of wheat had to fall down. That means something will have to depreciate in your life before your destiny can begin to appreciate. What must depreciate for you to appreciate? 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 to 21. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 to 21. Maragoshagadabalaka. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some unto dishonor. Verse 21. He said, If a man therefore, do you see that? If a man, somebody tell somebody, if a man. Oh, say if a man. Not a people. Oh. If a man therefore purge himself from these. He shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. So it means that 
Somebody must go through a certain process in order to be prepared for the next level. The next scripture. John chapter 1 verse 12. John chapter 1 verse 12. And Hannah prayed. Please, don't delay me. John chapter 1 verse 12. As many as received him, to them he gave them power to become. Hannah, you are there. I know the scripture, but I want you to read Sometimes when you come to church, you just listen, listen. But when I shoot it, you, you, you are able to picture it in your mind. The Bible said, but as many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. So, if you can receive him, you can have power to become so the first thing I want you to know, what must I do? What must I do to enter into my next levels? I want you to close your eyes and lift up your right hand. Pray to God, the Lord, open my eyes into this world. Pray. Open my eyes into this world. In the name of Jesus. The first thing I want you to note is this question. What is your vision for your next levels? What is your vision for your next levels? You must have a vision and a dream for your next level. Your next levels are in your vision. Your next levels are in your dream. Your next level is not in the air. Please, are you following me? It's not on oh, from No, your next levels are embedded in your vision. What is your vision 2020? Your celebrations are in your vision. Your joy is in your vision. If you do not have any vision of how your next level should look like, I beg your pardon. You have signed a letter to fail. What are you pursuing? What is on your heart? What is driving your going out and your coming in? You must have a vision and you must commit to the execution of that vision. Our problem as a people is that we quickly dream but we are not honest in committing to the dreams. Oh, you can. You are, we have wild dreams, dreams that we don't commit to, visions that we don't commit to, because commitment is what will bring the glory out of the vision. 
If you don't have a vision, you are automatically going to fail and you are going to be a lazy person. Because there's nothing to pursue. There's no pressure on you. There is no urgency on you. You are just waking up, sleeping. No. There must be something that is in your foresight. That is where your next levels will be birth. Don't enter the year. Don't just enter the year. You must have a vision. You must dream a dream and pursue that dream to the letter. Tap somebody, do you have a dream? Oh, tap the person, do you have a dream? Listen to this. Where you cannot see, you cannot go. Where you cannot see, you cannot go. If you can't see it, you cannot get it. If you can't envision it, you cannot possess it. If you will enter your next levels, you must carry a vision. I remember when we came here and they asked us, oh, how long are we going to stay here? We should sign a period. I couldn't sign. Because in my mind, anytime we get a land, I'll go. I'll leave. He said, oh, we should write something. We should write something. And then, oh, a pastor said, oh, 20 years. And I said, no. 20 years will give you a setless mentality. I said, okay, if you want years, five years. And within that five years, we lay hold on something. You are dating somebody. After four years, the lady asks, when are we married? Oh, when the spirit speaks. You are not correct. When, when the spirit speaks, we will move. <laughs> Why are you rushing? Why are you rushing? Why are you rushing, sir? <laughs> you must have a vision. If you will bet your next levels, there must be a weight of a vision on you. What tomorrow can you see in your spirit? When you close your eyes, what do you see for your tomorrow? Your vision will drive you daily. Your vision will drive you daily. It will be the driving force because you are pursuing something that is on your heart. I see something coming into your heart. I said, I see something coming into your heart. When you, when we say you need a vision, we mean that you need a God vision. A vision that God put in your heart. If God did not put it in your heart, it could be a satanic vision. So Lucifer said, I will ascend to the throne like God. It was a bad vision. 
Any vision that will take you out of God's presence is a satanic vision. Have a vision. Pursue something. You must achieve something, my people. A year cannot come and pass and you have nothing to show. What did you do on earth? Even ants. They built ants. Ants by what? Hills. Ants. Even ants. They saved in the uh, dry, the, the rainy season for the dry season. Ants. You must achieve something after every year. May you have a vision for your life. I said, may you have a vision for your life. I said, may you have a vision for your life. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. God made Abraham a practical example. God made Abraham to Come out and look in the skies and count the number of stars. Please follow me. I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm teaching, so I'm taking my time. God brought Abraham. Abraham, Abraham was complaining. Why have you God? You've seen that I'm going childless. I, am I going to leave my properties for this, my servant? And you see, this one, it came in a dream. You must have a dream. You must have what? A dream. Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 to 6. Genesis chapter 16, chapter 15, verse 1 to 6. Madibako takaya balatakaya. The Bible said, after these things, the, Lord, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Verse 2. And Abraham said, Lord God, what would thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. Verse 3. And Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed. And lo, one born in my house is my hair. Verse 4. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thy hair, but he that shall come forth out of thy own bowels shall be thy hair. Verse 5. And he brought him forth. God brought him forth abroad and said look now unto heaven towards heaven and tell the stars it means count them if thou be able to number them and he said unto him so shall thy seed be have you seen the power of vision even God put it into practice verse 6 and he believed in God and he counted it to him for righteousness. Abraham believed in God after seeing the vision. There must be a vision else you may not believe in God. Because if there is no vision, your life will be empty. And if your life is empty, 
you will say that God has not dealt well with you. You will not believe it. There are people who were once on fire and now they are not on fire. There are people who were once Christians and now they are not Christians because they think that without God or with God, when you are wise, when you have common sense, you can make it. No. When Abraham saw the vision, he believed in the vision. He believed what God was showing. What has God shown you? What have you bet in your spirit? What? That it will determine what you do. It will determine what you will do. And Moses said, I choose to suffer with God's people than to be called the prince of Egypt. No. I choose to be a sufferer because he knew there was a vision in his spirit. He had not heard from God, but something within him made him know that no. Though Pharaoh is giving you an opportunity to be called the prince, the one to take over from him, no. Choose to suffer. What you have in your mind's eye will determine a lot of things you will do. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. What you can see is what you can become. Dreams will make your future world. Dreams. Visions will make your future world. Please, are you listening to me? Else you will loiter in this world and have nothing to show. You must have a dream. You must have a purpose. Every year I list the three things I want to see and I commit it to God on the day of covenant, day of sacrifice. And all of them, I see them. That means that if all those three things come to pass, I have achieved something. I have become fruitful. I have moved to new levels. You must have a vision. You must have. And Elijah asked Elijah, what do you want? So I want a double portion of us. You have asked a hard thing. He was not looking at the, the connections Elijah had. What do you want, Charlie? Eh, Papa, as you are leaving me, you know I'll be hungry. Connect me to all the people you healed so that when I'm around, they can be taking care of me. He didn't look at the chariots of Elijah or the, the I mean, the chariot of the car. Elijah, let them leave the car. I mean, the chariot, leave one and because they came in the chariots of fire and horses of fire. He said, no, I want the mantle. Because he knows when he picks the mantle, that is the vision. He will move from a servant to become the prophet of Israel. You must have a vision. You must have a vision. My wife and I, we run a pharmaceutical company. And we were running one like that. Then we were gathering some money to make, I mean, to make things a bit comfortable. Then one day I woke up and said, by 2029, you must have 20. 20 of pharmacy shops all over. She looked at me and she went to sleep again. So we gathered some money. I don't have a land. 
So I the plan that, oh, let me go and buy a land now because the church is here. I've done you good. Then the vision came alive. Took the money, went to rent another shop. He said, but now that we will be a little bit comfortable, I said, hey, the vision is hot. Vision will make you suffer. You will depreciate. You will feel it. That's why people don't want to have vision because it will put a burden on them. Me, I don't want to think, oh, you are worrying me. I mean, I mean I'm surviving. When I wake up, I'm fine. When I sleep, I'm fine. Whatever comes in the day, I'm going. No, something must constrain you. And when you achieve it because you've committed it to God, you can give God praise for what he has done. Give the Lord a clap of it. You cannot be enjoying today and expect a harvest tomorrow. Something must be planted. You must have a vision. I hammer it again. You must have a vision. You need to dream a dream. What has your spirit conceived about your tomorrow? Hello? What is leading you? What is in your head? What is in your mind? What is in your eye? Some of us keep people around us who are visionless. They are going nowhere and they are our closest. You cannot be different from your friends. In 2020, there are things in 2019. Don't carry them to 2020. There are people in your life in 2019. You don't need them in 2020. Yes. Because what God has for you, they cannot handle it. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. What has God planted in your heart? Write them down. Write the vision down. Though it may tarry, just write it down. And keep running with it. It may not look possible today. God doesn't run his vision on your budget. The vision he puts in your heart, he will run it with his budget. Yeah. The vision God puts in your heart, he will run it with his budget. Any vision you can run with your budget is not from God. God's vision will stretch you. God's vision will let you. When you look at the vision and you look at yourself, it doesn't match. But that is the vision God will sponsor. Give him a clap of it. That is the vision God will sponsor. Some of you are here, you need to dare to go and buy some land. You need to dare to, to go and buy some land. You need to dare. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, I earn only 400 Ghana. There's a land that is prepared for you. You buy land by faith, not by money. Buy by faith. Pastor, you are gathering. You are gathering what? Go and buy. Go have a vision. 2020, by the end of 2020, you must have a land. I say I don't have a land. It doesn't mean I don't have a land in my life. It means I don't have a land in this area. You must have a vision. 
<laughs> when if I, oh, even Pastor Christ doesn't have a lamp, so be there. <laughs> have a vision. In five years' time, when I stand here and I'm preaching, I should see you in another glory. Yeah. And I stand on the pulpit and I'm preaching and I see you, Janice. And I see you. I see another glory. Then I remember today, 17 December 2019. And then compared to 17 December 2024, see, God has done great. He will do nothing for you if you have nothing in your heart. You must have a vision. How will you give him praise if you didn't have a vision? Something, your vision must scare you. You don't need to, I don't need to tell you the amount of money that has gone in a project. Some of you, you faint. You just collapse. You just collapse. It's big. No loan. No loan. You don't owe any banco. If you owe some bank, I have gotten plenty gray. You don't owe any bank. <laughs> you must have faith and have a vision. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. <clears throat> what financial future have you dreamt of? I'm right, write these questions I'm asking you now. What financial future have you dreamt of? I don't want to be broke. I don't want to beg in my old age. Yeah. You must have a will that has paid for your burial ground, your funeral expenses, where you'll be buried. You must have, you must die without debt on you and your family. Your children, you must make provision for their education outside from now. By the time they are, in the, they are getting to the university level, they write some exams, they get admission outside. You have money to pay without stress. See, it's big. Some of you are cracking your mind speak what financial future have you thought of some of the monies you are spending on your dresses your hair your perfumes your shoes if you have started saving even 20 CDs a month from 3 years ago do you know the money you have in account I do a lot of insurances so some I pay 10 CDs a month 15 CDs, 20 CDs, 23, 55, 78, 50 Ghana. So maybe I'll earn like 500 Ghana salary. By the end of the month, they will take like 230. Or oh, in small, small, in some will yield in 15 years, 20 years. Pastor, me, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. There is one that I'm doing, it will yield. 15 years, $150,000. So 
Say, if I use it to buy my Cadillac, and you sit in the church, say, Pastor Chop, I'm on you, Pastor Chop, you are here. <laughs> what financial future have you thought about? My, my mother is yet to be, she'll be 16 next year. But if she dies today in her room, I won't pay any focus. Nobody will pay any kobo. Nobody. From the room to burial grounds, canopies, chairs, food, coffin, poor bearers that have been paid down. Nobody will be stressed. All the money you bring to me, I'll chop. nobody. It's not big. It's a vision. And when you have a vision, you pursue. It's not big. I think I pay like 78 Ghana a month. That is the policy. I just have to go, hey, my mother has given up the ghost in the room. It's in Kasua somewhere. <laughs> I won't use my car to carry. Go and carry that is their policy. <laughs> they will provide canopies, chairs, poor bearers, uniform, burial guards. They show them this is the place we want to bury. They will go and pay. They will go and do everything. Nothing. Hmm. If you don't carry a vision, you will fail. What kind of Christianity have you dreamt of for yourself in 2020? What type of Christian do you want to become? Number three, if you're a young man, what type, what type of man do you want to become? Ladies, don't marry any man who is very close to his mother, you will suffer. Yeah, where are the married people? Only this way. A man, when you are talking to him, my mother, my mother, my mother, run away, you will suffer. Because that person will be influenced by his mother even in the marriage. And the mother will fight. That is why if you are a man, before you go and propose to a woman, be independent. You see me young like that, eh? the things I know. Yes or no? You, you, decided, uh, you, you decided to wear your wine shirt. You, you decide what you look like. What type of woman do you want to be into? You have to sit down and think. They choose to become something. Your willpower is stronger than demonic powers. Your willpower. When you decide, you have decided. 
your willpower. What type of man do you want to become? As a young man, what type of man do you want to become? Please, are you here? Are you enjoying the message? Yeah. This one is not, it's, it's instructive. Because I don't want you to be frustrated in 2020. I want to hear testimonies from you. Pastor Charlie, this thing, it was a different. I'm tired of the mobile, mobile test, the test, the test, those test messages. When you read, your spirit will leave you. Even saliva, you can't swallow. Mobile, mobile test. Those ones, when I read, eh, they are off the phone. They are off it all. I just off the phone. I say, God, sort it out. <laughs> but when it's a testimony, then I start singing. You have done for me. God, thank you for doing this. You are a great God. Yeah. You see, 2020, I want to hear testimony from you. You have to choose what type of life you want to live. What type of church member do you want to be? What is the vision of Jesus do you want to have? What vision of Jesus? Your next levels are concealed in the dreams of your tomorrow. In the dreams of your tomorrow. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. Oh, time is gone. Unfortunately. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted thee in thee. That word whose mind, the mind there it, because of time I can't go into details. It's talking about a creative ability. So if you can have a creative ability into your life, God will bless you. The word there is will bless you with perfect shalom. So your mind that is creative and has been blessed with the perfect peace of God can never be overcome by the enemy. It means that what is here is what you will handle. Dream and have a vision. The greatest compass you should have in your life is a God-given vision. That is what should navigate you in life. Because of time, let me move to the next one. The next question you need to ask yourself is what needs to be pruned out of your life? What needs to be pruned out of your life? What needs to be pruned out of your life? You need to identify by the help of the Holy Ghost what must be pruned out of your life? If 2020 will not repeat what 2019 gave to you, you need to identify what must be pruned out of your life. As a new year is approaching, we need to ask God, His mind, what must leave me? What must leave me? What must be cut out of me? You must leave some things in 2019, I told you. 
and don't carry them into 2020. Pruning secures your next levels. Pruning. Now, John chapter 15, verse 2. John chapter 15, verse 2. He said, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he cut, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. So you say, oh, me, I've been very consistent in church. I love God more. But why am I going through all this? Why are all these disappointments? Why is all this pressure? You are bearing fruit and God wants you to bear much fruit so he will prune you. The other man that is not bearing fruit, he will take away, he will cut him off. But you that you are bearing, the tree that bears fruit is the tree that you prune. There are things you need to cut off your life if you need to bear much fruit. When you look at the palm tree, you see branches that have been cut. You see, you see it on the palm tree where people climb. They were all one's branches. But at the point, they had to be cut off so that the tree will not be wasting nutrients on wasted branches. There are things in our lives that God must prune. We must prune it. We must make ourselves available for the Holy Ghost to prune us so that we become better children of God. That is when we see fruitfulness in our lives. If you keep drinking, you're going to have the same results. If you keep oversleeping, you have the same results. If you keep sinning, you have the same results. If you keep repeating that mistake, you have the same results. Something must be cut off. There are things that you must let God deal with. Time is just running of me. As part of God's process of causing you to bear fruit, he will prune you. Pruning is not a nice thing. It's cutting. There are things that will be difficult for you, but you must let go. That is a pruning process. To be difficult for you, but let it go. If you want to move to your next levels next year, you need to let some things go. I don't remember the last time I sat down to watch television. Those, those things, you don't have time for them. Television. Some of you, it's like a shadowed, you are so addicted to telly. Telly. Anyone that spends hours watching television has no vision for his life. Nigeria movie sir, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You even forget to take lunch. <laughs> you have no vision for your life. If you want to move to your next levels, you must be intentional in what you do. Don't be everywhere. You don't need to be everywhere to make it in life. One of the things you need to prune out of your life also is dishonor. Dishonor. A lot of people dishonor people. People that have authority over them. People that have been significantly used by God in their lives. Deal with dishonor. Learn how to honor people. 
deal with disobedience to God's word. Because the more you disobey God, the more you miss out on his promises. The more you obey God, the more you open up your life to his promises. So if you have to move to your next levels, you must learn to obey God. Prune yourself from disobedience. Another is sin. When sin takes full control over your life, you cannot move to your next level. Yeah, you cannot. Because sin separates you from God. From the, you don't see the glory. When we say it separates you from God, it doesn't mean God doesn't love you. It means that the glory God has prepared for you, you miss out of it. And it's the glory that will make you. So the sin that easily beset you, cut it off, prune it. And you know how it happens. You should stop the process. Hello? 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 What must you prune in your life? Everybody's own is different. Determine it. Yeah. That is what you should be doing. You're not that New Year resolution. And then you list about 15. I will do this. You never do anything. <laughs> Check the things you need to prune out of your life. You hardly study the Bible. You hardly. You hardly. You can be working for God and never know him. You can be working, you can be very busy for God and, and never have a reflection of him. You must have a pruning progress, a process. Things that take your time. When, when you are studying the Bible, put your phone off. Simple. Me, when I'm saying, I just put it on charge. Far away from me. Off. Sometimes, when charge it in the washroom. Because, Charlie, one of the demons in our generation is our mobile phone. It's an angel too. It's a, it's a, it's a demon. So, when you are studying the Bible, I put the mobile phone, I charge it. I charge it, I may charge it. Far away. Because you can. Unfortunately, the time has just beaten me so much to share. But let me share the last one, then we go. Plant seeds into your future. Plant seeds into your future. Plant seeds. Plant seeds into your future. Show the word of God by living the word of God. So, so, the first plant I want you to plant is planting the word of God in your life. On Sunday, I was talking about planting finances. But the first thing I'm talking about today is planting the word of God. Frame your next levels and your future by the power of God's word. Frame it. Frame it. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. It said, through faith, we understand that the wells were framed by the, words of God, of the, by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So we see that the world was framed by the word of God. So if you can live by the word of God, you are framing your future. I see a very beautiful future for you. I said I see a very beautiful future for you.
plant the word of God in your life, the future the word will give you is the best future, kind of future. Yeah, the word of God will give you a very, you, you must learn to live. It's not, you have to intentionally live by the word. So every Sunday, what is taught, live by it. Tuesday, what is taught, practically live by it. What you read in the Bible, live by it. Irrespective of what somebody says, live by the word. That is it. Live by it. Whatever they say, no. The word of God says this and this is what I will do because the future the word of God will give me is the best kind of future I can ever have. It is trusted. It has been tested. It will give you a good future. Give the Lord a mighty clap in the house. Decree God's word into your life by planting it you, you, you gossip too much. The gift of gossip you have, use it for decrease. You are talented in gossip. You know how to start a story. Decrease. Take the word and plant it in your life. It works. You don't need money to plant God's word in you. you, you read the Bible and plant it. As you read it, plant it. You read the story of David, how God dramatically changed his life. Plant the testimony of David. Confess it. You can't win any warfare with a closed mouth. You must learn to confess God's word. Confess it. Confess God's word. Plant it in your life. Don't look at your life and say, oh, I mean, there's no future. No. Speak the word into your life. Let the word flow in your life. Speak good things about yourself. Talk to yourself. Greatness is on me. I'm moving. 2020 is my year. You don't need a prophet to mention your name, your date of birth, where you were born, and, and before he tells you that, do you know that you're a great person? Then you start crying. You must know. <laughs> so as you are sitting here, you don't know you're a great person. If you if you have been planting the word of God in you, you know that you're a great person. They just told you you're a great person, you start crying. For what? <laughs> when they mention your name, you start crying. Didn't they do the naming ceremony for you? <laughs> Plant the word in your life. Is all. When the word is in you, you can't fail. You will just be moving forward. Nothing can stop the word. Plan the word. That is why we say, read your Bible, pray. It's not a song. It's a life. Read your Bible. Don't assume you know the story. Oh, I know the stories in heaven. It's not about the stories. It's the mysteries in the stories. What do you know about David and Goliath? Oh, David, ah, he took the sling and the sling and hit Goliath, and Goliath fell. He even cut off his head. That's not what I want. <laughs> Decree God's word in your life. Number two, plant your time and your effort in your own life. Plant time and effort. Labor. Plant time and effort. Labor. Labor. Mind 
your own business. (laughs) Should I help you? Go and print it on the landscape A4 sheet. Mention your name on it. Uh, Stephen, mind your own business. Plant your time and your effort in your own life. You are, you are, you are dispersing too much time, energy, effort in other people's business. Mind your own business. Mind when God spoke to Abraham. Take Isaac to the mountain. He didn't discuss it with his even servants and his wife. He mind his own business. Because somebody can confuse you. People don't appreciate people's efforts. Mind your own business. Look upon your life and work out your life. Because the people you think they love you, they don't love you. The people you think you want to help, they are not ready to be helped. Mind your own business. Why do you think I don't move around preaching everywhere? You have no idea the number of appointments we put off just to be here every time, Sunday after Sunday. This you come and Pastor Prince is here. Because the church must grow, it will not grow by chance. I have to feed you with something to keep you coming and to keep you growing. Because if you stop growing and you get frustrated, you leave the church. So I have to mind my own. If other churches will grow. It should grow. This church, God has committed it into my hands. I must mind my own business, my time, my prayers in the evenings. I don't pray for people outside the church. I'll finish for you if there is time. Pray for them. Mind your own business. God created Adam and put him in the Garden of Eden. Be there. Dress it, keep it, and eat thereof. Mind your own business. You are minding people's business. Is that your business? What is, what do you want there? Mind your own business. Tell somebody, change your voice and tell them, mind your own business. (laughs) Mind your own business. Put your time in your life. Show time into your life. Show your energy into your life. Show this. Have time for your life. If in your new level vision is requiring you to learn new skills, spend time after work. Go and learn the skill. Now, wedding cake, at least thousand cities. Every weekend you have money. Oh, Pastor, I'm broke. You are not broke. You have not learned new skills. I know you are an accountant. But you don't need to be a caterer to learn how to bake cake. Mind you, mind your own business. How do I improve my life? How do I make my wife happy? How do I help my children? How do I buy a new land? How do I build my house? How do I change my car? How do I increase my spiritual life? Mind your business. Because if Abraham stands, many nations will come out of his loins. Yeah. 
Let me give you the scripture for that so that you will say, Pastor, where is it in the Bible that I should mind my own business? First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. <laughs> we'll do many versions so you get ready. Just be changing for me. And that ye steady to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we have commanded you. Give me another verse. Make it your own, your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business. <laughs> and working with your hands. Tell somebody working with your hands. Just as we have instructed you. Another version. Stay calm. Mind your own business. Period. I won't go again. <laughs> Mind your own business. Mind your own business. If I have money, I'll come and sow in this church. This church too is house of God. This church too is kingdom. I'll go and sow it anywhere. We need money to do things. If the church doesn't stand, how can it help? Mind your own business. Just mind your own business. Next one time, sow your tithes and offerings and your first fruits. Sow them. The last one, sow all types of prayers into your life. Hello? Honestly, if you don't pray, things will be hard. Pray. Prayer doesn't make logical sense, but pray. Pray in tongues. You, you have no topic, but you pray in tongues. 30 minutes a day speaking in tongues will push your life forward. Most of us here have not prayed 30 minutes today. Let me see. If you pray 30 minutes today, let me see. Most of us. One, two. Yeah. Hey, how do we move forward? Francis, how do you? He said, this kind Go at not <laughs> but by fasting and prayer. If you want to move to your next levels, you must be a prayer machine. You must do warfare. You must pray prayers. Pray prayers. Pray prayers. It doesn't make sense, but you pray. Shagadabaya, Kadabaya, Labrakata, any darkness ahead of me in 2020, Lord, by your light, I scatter it by fire. Libracatayaba, Labrakatayabekata. I receive the strength of God to move forward in 2020. I receive the favor of God to enter into realms. I've now, you don't need anybody to lay hands on you to receive the grace of God. Yeah. So prayers in your life your marital life. Talk to God about it. Pray the type of man you want, the type of children you want. Pray for the church. If you want to advance in life, pray more for the church. Yeah. And pray more for your pastor. The more you pray for your pastor, do you, do you know what happens? The oil on your pastor comes on you. That's the secret. Rise up and hold somebody's hand. Let the grace, 
let the grace to enter into the next level and the next levels the grace to be disciplined the grace to engage the world the grace to advance the grace to move to the other side of Jordan come upon this church give us the strength and the tenacity to achieve more to your glory in Jesus name Amen give the Lord a mighty clap offering